Welcome to Acres of Nature, a podcast brought to you by United Utilities. I'm Kerry Gosney, ITV weather presenter, and join me today as we find out just why nature is vital to our health and well-being and how we can make the most of the beautiful landscapes and countryside right on our doorstep. Research from the Mental Health Foundation shows that going for walks outside was one of our top coping strategies during the pandemic, and 45% of us reported that being in green spaces had been vital to our mental health. I'll be joined by some pretty special guests who'll be sharing just what the great outdoors can do for our physical and mental well-being. Let's start by introducing you to Davy Hume Millennium Nature Reserve, which occupies roughly nine hectares of land next to the Manchester Ship Canal. Once you're immersed in the reserve, you wouldn't think you were on the outskirts of Manchester. It's not only a site of biological importance, where you're guaranteed to spot some wildlife, but it is also home to walking routes and pockets of green space, perfect for a picnic. Norman Davies, production manager at United Utilities, tells us why he thinks this place is so special. So this is actually our piece of land that we decided to uh, regenerate in a way in the year 2000. We, we named it the Millennium Nature Reserve and we thought it'd be a really nice thing to do to promote like, a bit of green space and some area for the local residents, our neighbours, where they can come and have a walk around, bring the dogs, you see the kids playing, uh, they bring a ball sometimes and play in the areas or they just look over the ponds to see what kind of wildlife they can see in there. You know, and just relax. In the middle of all this concrete jungle we have, with the M60 behind us and the, the treatment works on one side and then all the houses on the other side, you know, I, th I think it's special because it's on the doorstep and it's somewhere where you can get away from uh, the, the normal uh, hustle and bustle of life and you can come here and you forget uh, what's going on outside the gates and the fences and you can just walk around and you could be almost anywhere you could be in the countryside uh, just enjoying like the the smells and the noises around you and and, and you can un unplug yourself from the world so i think i think it's special because of all that and the fact it's just on people's doorsteps and what's next what plans do united utilities have to make it an even better place to come so when we come down and we meet the customers, uh, you, you talk to people like we have this morning with the dog walkers and they're all uh, very appreciative of the place. Uh, we, so we're going to put a management plan in place what covers all aspects of the park from the opening and closing to the waste management, uh, the dog bins, uh, the looking after the, uh, the wildlife in here and, and highlighting what aspects of wildlife we have in the park and we're also going to see if we can sneak a picnic area in somewhere as well uh, so we can uh, invite people to come and spend a little bit longer in the park rather than just a walk around the path you know come come and spend some good family social time in here and and, and invite more of the families down uh, and, and hopefully enjoy what we've done. Norman talked there about some of the brilliant things about Davy Hume. There's actually a lot to discover and explore, isn't there? And areas like Davy Hume, green spaces in the middle of our towns and cities, are so important, not just for our own well-being, but also for the planet as well. Adam Berry works for Wildlife Trust in Lancashire, and he told us why nature is so valuable. So we are intrinsically linked with nature and the natural world. We can't get away from it. We can't get away from the relationships we have with it and what we need it for. And we need it for all sorts of things. But I think the one that's been underestimated a lot is just the, the general um, 
benefits of being out in nature in um, uh, a, 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 a well a, a functioning habitat, a healthy habitat um, with wildlife around, you know, with the biodiversity being good. You don't really know why, but it's there, that, that kind of feeling of a connectedness and, and being somewhere just that, that feels right. What does Adam think it is about nature that makes us feel better? It's just, it's, it's changing your scenery. Um, and it's just giving you that kind of sense of freedom, of a bit of space, not having four walls around you. Um, I think it broadens your horizon. It changes your perspective, actually. That's what it is. It makes you think about something different. It's, um, it's relaxing as well, isn't it? That's the big thing for being outside in nature. It slows everything down, makes you take notice. Um, it changes the pace of thing. It's got measured benefits of lowering heart rate, lowering blood pressure when you're out in nature for, you know, even a short space of time. And although you might not think it, our area in particular has some pretty special wildlife, doesn't it? Northwest, yeah, it's got an amazing, an amazing array um, of species. And it, you, you don't have to be going up to the northwest of Scotland. It doesn't really matter where you look. The 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 garden bird species we've got here, the birds of prey, the mini beasts, uh, the mammals, we've got foxes. You know, if you go out to a quiet spot um, in local woodlands, you, you might well see badger, evidence of badger sets, then you know, digging their sets and grubbing around. Um, yeah, I don't know, honestly, I don't know where to begin, actually, to be honest. I think we can all agree that getting into nature just makes us feel good, but why? You know, I could, I could kind of, quote the statistics on, on what going outside nature does for you physically and mentally but without doing it yourself you'll never you'll you'll you that won't make any difference to you you just have to go out and do it it's you take it from me and I've, and I've been working for the trust for six years I've been doing the my place project for a year and a half nearly two years now um it works it just works going outside whatever green space you've got um whether it's, yeah, whether it's Davy Hume um, with their nature reserves or you're, um, you just take a walk around your local park, it works. It, it makes you feel better. Adam's been involved with schemes run by the Lancashire Wildlife Trust to get people into nature, and he told us about the My Place initiative. My Place is a fantastic project. Um, I've really enjoyed my time um, with the project so far. Basically, um, the idea is that we're using nature as um, as ecotherapy, we call it, or, or green therapy or, or green well-being. And we use time in nature as a way to improve people's uh, mental well-being and then also a little bit of physical well-being as well. But it is a uh, project focused on uh, improving mental health and improving mental well-being. Um, and we use outdoor sessions. So um, we go to various spots around the region. So we've got little hubs set up. And we take our participants, our groups out there um, and we'll do all sorts of activities. It could be a bit of gardening, a nature walk, um, some conservation work on habitats, bushcraft um, and a bit of mindfulness as well. We did a survey recently, 100% of our participants said that coming out on our sessions was a positive for them, uh, for, their, for their mental well-being. And they very quickly, after a couple of sessions, got why we went out into nature, why we found a little wild spot or an allotment or a park to go to. Um, Cause they all, they've all said, you know, it's just, 
so much nicer being outside and doing these activities side by side with other people and doing them outside where we stripped away all the um, clutter of everything else, you know, social media, the noise, uh, being stuck inside in four walls at a desk or wherever you are. Um, yeah, it was taking it all away and we're just getting back to basics. Davy Hume is a great example of a green space where trees, plants and wildlife thrive and where local people can spend time. But as well as being a wonderful place to get out and visit, there are some real benefits to exploring places like Davy Hume. Getting out into nature isn't just good for your body, it's good for your mind as well. Steve Scrimmager is a local resident and passionate birdwatcher. He told us why Davy Hume is special to him. Davy Hume is, for me personally, an amazing oasis in the middle of housing estate basically stuck between a housing estate and the Manchester Canal. Um, personally I've seen about 80 species of bird here already this year. Um, we have willow tits, um, Britain's fastest declining species of bird, uh, chiff chaffs, obviously we've just seen the coots on the lake behind me with the, with the, with the chicks which were on eggs last time I was here. Uh, and all your normal resident British species of bird, robins are abundant, blue tits, great tits. Um, but there's plenty for you to see if you've got time to enjoy it. I've been coming to Davy Hume now for about 12 years anyway. Um, but four years ago, I was diagnosed with GPA vasculitis, which is an autoimmune disease. Uh, I was rushed into hospital, I was given a week to live. Uh, I was in hospital for a week chemo for seven months and this was my escape on a bad day um, after my illness unfortunately I lost my job through my illness um, and for nine months I struggled to get anything and that was horrible with five kids at home the wife just trying to coax me back to where I was uh, and she used to just throw me in the car drop me off at the car park and say I'll pick you up in an hour so I'd come here and just forget everything because I just love being out in nature. Um, and it put a smile on my face. I'd go home and forget that I was out of work. I'd been ill. I'd lost loads of weight. I wasn't myself. But this place was a bit of a shining light. It was to get me out of that dark place where I didn't want to leave the house. I wanted to come here. Steve told us how Davy Hume was the place he went when he was feeling particularly low and he described the moment he walked through the gates on that day. I walked through those gates and can kind of leave whatever's been pecking my head, it's not the word I'm looking for, but problems, issues, you can kind of forget them for half an hour, an hour or so, and just walk around here. And it's well used, plenty of dog walkers, plenty of families, plenty of people who now know me, ask me what I'm looking at, what I'm seeing, uh, what I'm, sometimes what, what are you doing um, and on a glorious sunny day it's an amazing place to be even, even on days like today when it's raining it's still a great place to be but it's a bit wet it's local it's handy there's good footpaths just come down and take in what there is to see a lot of people who come here have dogs so they're obviously they're watching the dogs where they're going, what they're doing. But if you could leave your dogs at home and come down even for just half an hour and listen to what's out here, 
you'll be surprised at what nature has on your doorstep. It just needs a little bit of tender loving care. There's not much needs doing improvement wise. Uh, and from a selfish point of view, look after it for the nature we've got and what might come. Davy Millennium Nature Reserve has um, an abundance of bird life and all you really need to do is take care and take notice of what's around you as you're walking around this great place. It just puts a smile on my face being here and I could, I could sell this to anybody if you wanted me to. I really could because I, I love it that much. So it's pretty clear that getting out into nature is good for us, but what's the science behind that? Bryony Littler is a health and wellbeing advisor at United Utilities, having joined the company from Lancashire Mind, the mental health charity. Bryony highlights why looking after your mental health is so important. As we know, kind of mental health problems affect one in four people, so that's, that's really common, it's 25% of the population, um, and they can affect anybody. We've all got mental health, as I've kind of linked to, um, and it sits with on a continuum, so your mental health is fluid, um, just like your well-being, like we all have days where we feel better or worse, depending on you know, simple things like the weather or how much sleep we've had, how connected we feel to other people. If somebody's suffering with poor mental health, it may be that, I think you recognise it yourself as an individual, you, you're not feeling quite yourself, you might not be um, as active, as engaged with other people, so although we might not all have a diagnosis of a mental health condition, such as anxiety or depression, we still have mental health. And why is looking after our mental health important? You've got to look after it because it's one of them pillars, it holds up your well-being. There's so many factors that, that we know kind of integrate our mental and physical health. If you're not feeling um, like yourself, you might not look after your, your physical health as well. If your physical health is declining, that may in turn affect kind of how you're feeling about yourself, your confidence, your self-esteem. Um, and we know kind of there's, there's loads of evidence around the five ways to well-being. Those underpin kind of our, our mental health. Bryony wasn't the only person to tell us about five ways to well-being. You'll also hear Robbie Hunter-Paul talking about them too. But what exactly are they? So we know that kind of connecting is the first one. So connecting with other people. So that might be family, friends, saying hello as you're on like a, a, your local daily walk. Um, connecting with your environment, with nature. So looking and kind of paying attention to, to what's going on around you. Um, that links into take notice as well. So we know that mindfulness is really good for, for looking after kind of our mental health and remaining in the present, focusing on kind of what's going on right now. Um, and, and that's easily done by kind of linking into your five senses. So what can you, you see around you? What can you hear? What can you um, touch, smell and taste? Um, we've got keep learning. So keeping learning by, I guess, kind of looking at what, where you can go on walks, where, where are, over lockdown we've all discovered so many different places that we can get out and, you know, experience nature look after our physical health as well. So maybe, you know, get online, share with friends, ask where other people are walking. Um, being active, so we know there's massive links between physical activity and improving and protecting our mental health and well-being. Um, we know kind of, I think it's 150 minutes a week of exercise is really really restorative, really looks after our, our mental health and releases those feel-good chemicals, those endorphins. And then give, so give back to yourself, kind of be a bit selfish, take some time for self-care, you know, kind of give that time to yourself where you can really 
recharge, look after your, your own well-being. And by being in nature, you think kind of more externally. So it's it's easier to focus on kind of what's going on around you and maybe not ex not experience those those negative thoughts or, or kind of whatever it is that's going on for you. And by focusing externally, it, it can kind of minimise and help help soothe those. Places like Davy Hume, um, this site, this nature reserve are really important for our mental health. You can be more mindful when you come out and you get into nature, take, you know, have a walk. It could be that you bring, you know, a picnic and, and kind of really sit and enjoy the food that you have in. It could be that, you know, you sit and watch the, the wildlife um, and focus externally on what's going on around you and not, not worry as much or, or not focus as much on kind of those worries that, that we feel when we're sat maybe at home or, or as we have been with us the last year in, in the same four walls. As Bryony said, if you're getting into nature, you can just sit and take in the greenery. But there are benefits to working up a bit of a sweat too. It's being physically active, whether that's a run, a walk, or just kind of sitting, walking to a spot and sitting and maybe having a picnic or whatever it is. People will say, you know, it, it is a really effective way of looking after ourselves because it's time to focus on you. That's kind of like the first thing. Um, it also kind of helps, it helps me, I guess, especially because it's, I have to focus on what I'm doing, the task at hand. And that, in a sense, is kind of being mindful. So paying attention, remaining in the present. Um, you know, if you go to the gym or you go out for a walk, you focus on exactly what you're doing um, and maybe not kind of things that have happened in the day or other things that would, would normally kind of be impacting the way that you feel him. It's amazing the benefits that just a 30-minute walk can bring. And as well as being a nice place to sit and relax, Davy Hume's a great place to come and get active. Scott Thompson works at Davy Hume Treatment Works, but he's got some big plans to encourage people to get active in the nature reserve. The, the nature reserve is a lot of things to a lot of people, but for different purposes. There's people who come down here on push bikes, there's people who come down here for running clubs, there's people who come down here walking, there's obviously the, the bird watchers, it's got three little ponds where you can uh, watch nature in its uh, actual habitat, then there's areas where you can see occasionally, because we run parallel with the Manchester Ship Canal, you'll see the ships coming down, um, you can see where the docks are, there's an area where you can see where the, the Barton locks are, so it's uh, bespoke in a lot of ways to anything like that in this area, but best of all, I think it's that it's 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 in its own little grounds, you know. It's once you're down here, it's 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 safe, it's beautiful, and there's nowhere else like it. As such, I don't have a role at the park. I have a role at the wastewater treatment works, but because the wastewater treatment works is attached onto the nature reserve, we're the first ones. If there is anything, um, if members of the public have come to the nature reserve and there's something that they're they're happy about or unhappy about, that they can get in contact with digital, and then um, we come down to the park. Um, there is a fence line that surrounds the nature reserve and the fence line it needs to be checked on a weekly basis so that's why I normally come down to the park itself but while we are down here we can do we do like a little pit we'll do a litter pickups or we'll tidy up around like the, where the dog mutt bins are and then also as well occasionally the trees can be overgrown so the, they, the trees get cut back we've put down Stonehenge type seating for members of the public to come down picnic areas we have plans to do some more picnic seating areas, but the seating areas at the sort of north and south side of the nature reserve. But as well as having a practical role within the reserve, Scott has a personal connection to the park and encouraging people to get active. He told us his story about mental health and why he chose to become a mental health first aider. I wanted to become a mental health first aider because I myself had um, suffered from mental health and I'd, I'd lost my dad, my, my dad passed on and I didn't deal with it as well as perhaps I could have done and uh, I, I myself sort of suffered in silence, I didn't 
ask anyone for help. I didn't. People used to ask me, was he all right? And my, my, my dad worked for United Utilities and at Dave Hume, so he was a massive part of my life. I didn't just see him at home, I worked with my dad. And then um, he had a clot, my dad, um, and that's what sadly killed him. But I had, um, I'd had the training for United Utilities to do uh, first aid, so I actually performed CPR on, on my dad, and, and sadly it didn't work. And I carried it for a long time, and, and a lot longer than I should have done, to be honest. And um, the, the reality was that because of it was a clot, nothing on that day would have saved my dad other than a defibrillator. But because I didn't see that and I just thought I'd let myself down or let my mum down or let my brothers down. And then what happened then? I had a period of time off. And then when I came back in work, people just took it as, I'd have my time off, I've grieved that my dad passed on and, and I passed it now. And I wasn't past it. And it got to a stage where it just, I needed to go and get counselling myself. So I saw the importance of that then. So when United Utilities were asking people who wanted to get involved in it, I jumped at the chance. The reality is that people will um, suffer in silence and they won't sort of ask anyone because everyone has this mentality that everyone's struggling or everyone's got a cross to bear or what they're dealing with isn't as important as what somebody else is dealing with. And I think the reason for doing the mental health first aid training was so you can try and spot them signs when someone is struggling or when people aren't coping as well as they might hope they would. And what does Scott love about Davy Hume? I myself, I like coming down here anyway because it is so relaxing and it's um, off the, it, you don't hear the traffic from where we are now. It's, uh, you can hear the birds, you know, it's a, it's a beautiful place to walk around. Walking's the most um, undervalued, underestimated exercise that you can do and the benefits of walking, even just five minutes a day can improve self-esteem, it, it obviously improves your circulation, it can help with anxiety and um, if you're going to be walking, why would it want to walk in a beautiful surrounding, you know? If you walk for a few more minutes down the canal side, eventually you'll look over the water and be able to make out a sports stadium. We're on the doorstep of the Sail Sharks and the Salford Red Devils, and we've got Carrington just down the road. And in recent years, you've seen all of these sports and all of these teams put a real emphasis on mental health and well-being. No one more so than rugby league legend Robbie Hunter-Paul. You'll know Robbie as a bit of a Super League supremo. He played in his native New Zealand before spending time at Bradford, Huddersfield, and for a season at our very own Salford Reds. For an outsider looking in, it's a career of lifting silverware, managing successful businesses and starting a family. But he's had to face up to some pretty difficult moments too. For me, my journey actually started after I retired. I'd always understood your mental well-being as, as just or your well-being full stop it's just been part of the course it's just you, that's just your lot in life the way you're wired up well in 2016 i had a sort of a, a period in, two, in, this, in the year of 2016 that hit me like an avalanche so it was over the course of about eight, eight weeks three major things happened the first thing that happened was um, the birth of my youngest daughter emily um Emily, which is a wonderful thing, don't get me wrong, it's a wonderful thing, but as the provider and the main provider for our family, there's another mouth to feed. There's also my wife breastfeeding, so she's up all hours of the day, so you're trying to run support, make sure she's okay. You know, there's the, the opportunity that her hormones will kick in and she'll have those moments of real deep lows 
So you're just trying to make sure that you're supporting. We had another, um, we've got an older son who's who's a toddler. So I've got to make sure all of these moving parts are all working well. That's my responsibility as a father, which we all accept, right? The second thing that happened was the club, my club, Bradford Bulls, uh, I was CEO at the time. We got to the back end of one month, not enough money in the, in the jar to pay any wages. There was nothing in the bank. The third thing that happened to me was um, the, 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 the impending passing and the passing of my older children's mum. So when I came, um, she got uh, diagnosed during that same time, she got diagnosed with incurable cancer. Uh, breast end of a cancer and she went downhill really quickly. Both my daughters were at home with me um, so both I'm trying to trying to figure out things at work. I'm trying to run support for my wife and I'm trying to protect as much as I can support my children my daughters whose mum's passing away and then passes away. One of the things that probably I didn't take into account at that point in time was um, I had to mourn myself. And I think that was one thing that I didn't, wasn't taking into account. So I just started to, as, as you can expect, all of this happening at the same time in a very short amount of time, started pulling apart at the seams. I wasn't sleeping, I wasn't eating, I was falling into depression. I was just trying to function. I was just trying to keep my head above water. And I pulled aside and just said, look, you gotta look after yourself and just, you come, in, you come in apart, mate. So I listened to them, had to think about, you know, had to think about things. I reached out to Sporting Chance. I stopped working with the Bulls. That was the only thing. I can't leave your family, but we stopped working with the Bulls. So it was heartbreaking. It was like a double breakup, losing someone close to you and then breaking up in a relationship. That's how heartbreaking it was for me. But what did Robbie do to pull himself up? But I entered into six weeks of counselling, was able to upright the ship, start moving in the right direction again. Through that counselling, I started to understand that you can use certain specific tools to make yourself more mentally well and stronger. That's when I entered my relationship with Rugby League Cares. And over the last five years, Rugby League Cares had put me through a number of different trainings to become a presenter. The same skills that I then now teach to other people, I utilise myself. And taking all of that experience on board, Robbie has some pretty sound advice for people who might be struggling with their mental health and well-being. During that journey, I learned the five ways to well-being. I created a structure in my life where I built the five ways to well-being into every day of my life. So my physical activity, that happens at 12 o'clock every day, every day. My physical self is my anchor. So I will be active every single day of the week don't work out to lose weight don't if you work out to lose weight you're going to be focused on like work out to feel good let the dopamine and endorphins rush around your system and that doesn't mean i'm in the gym but that doesn't mean i'm flogging myself that might mean that i actually have gone for a walk out in nature get outside enjoy that space suck it in be mindful when you're in that space i mean you can effectively do the five ways to well-being on a walk that for me is how I keep that cup half full. That is how I, I'm, it allows me to deal with multiple spinning plates without coming apart and also be a happy person. I'm a happy person. I'm a happy guy. I like life. Now, Robbie Hunter-Paul is using his personal experience in both elite sport and mental health 
to do a pretty important job. He's working with rugby league authorities as the mental fitness ambassador for the 2021 Rugby League World Cup. The Rugby League World Cup just thought to themselves, how can we make this the greatest ever Rugby League World Cup? How can we make this a, a World Cup that creates a legacy? Um, and what type of legacy can we, can we leave behind us? And it just actually, you know, with the pandemic and the way what's rolled out over the past 12 months, it couldn't have been more perfectly timed. Sadly, it couldn't have been more perfectly timed. Rugby league communities traditionally are lower demographic communities and working class communities, and those communities are the communities most hard hit with mental health issues. And God, it gives me such pride to be a part of it. So there you have it. We've touched on a whole range of topics here. We spoke about Davy Hume, about its nature and green space, and we spoke about sport, about getting outside and into nature and all the benefits it can bring to your physical and mental health. We're very grateful to our guests today. Robbie Hunter-Paul, Scott Thompson, Bryony Littler, Adam Berry, Steve Scrimmager and Norman Davies for sharing their expertise with us. And of course, we're very grateful to you for tuning in. I hope we've inspired you to go out into nature, perhaps into David Hume, and explore the natural world. It's good for your body, but it's also good for your mind. And you can find out more about United Utilities' approach to managing nature and improving health and well-being at www.unitedutilities.com forward slash acres of nature. Thank you for listening.